Oh yeah, here we go. Thank you to those who listen to the Coach Vaughn podcast. I'm your host, Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for those who listen to the Coach Vaughn podcast and have told me that my music was playing really low in the beginning. Y'all know I'm a one-man band, right? I will have a studio one day, but I am recording from my studio bed right now. So welcome Welcome to my world. Welcome to Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am so um, thrilled with this first round, but if you are a faithful Coach Vaughn Podcast listener, and if you've been listening to me on SiriusXM Urban View, filling in for the Power Hour, you know that I have been talking about my first round picks, and I took my first L. My first L, which was a double L. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it, Trailblazers. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Dave Dollar. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, my God. In my defense, two things. One, I'm always right sometimes. We know this. Um, The second thing is, I did say, and you can rewind and grab any sound bite you want from the radio or from my podcast. I did specifically say that the Trailblazers was my emotional pick. I think I also said that the Washington Wizards was an emotional pick because I just want to see John Wall win. But, damn it. I said that the Trailblazers would get out of the first round. And I also said that there would be no sweeps. <sighs> damn. So the Trailblazers made me take a double L. I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. I do know that I'm pretty certain that the Trailblazers are going to make some major changes moving forward. But who knows what those changes are going to be. I'm just mad that, you know, Anthony Davis and his whole one eyebrow made me take a double L. That's how I feel about that. But... Come on, fellas. Let's get information. Uh, uh. Come on, fellas. Now let's get information. Uh, uh. Come on, fellas. Now let's get information. What? What? Bronchella in the house. Yeah. The calves and their suits, courtesy of King James. Got them all in formation. Got J.R. Smith hot. Fire under J.R. Swish. Did y'all see it? Did you see it? Did you see the Cavs tie the series up? Even the series out 2-2. Indiana Pacers, Cleveland Cavaliers are 2-2 two two right now as I speak. And J.R. Swish has come alive. Listen, if you know me, you know I love me some J.R. Smith. Once a Nick, always a Nick. And I liked him when he was on the Nuggets. Just one of my favorite underdog players. Sixth man of the year for the Knicks. Don't ever forget it. (sighs) I've always said, and most recently have said a lot, when J.R. Smith is hot, he's hot. And when he's not, he's about to be. Don't sleep on J.R. Swish. Now, yes, I do understand his inconsistencies. But you have to accept certain players' and artists and people for what they are. You have to understand what you're dealing with, the pros and the cons, 
and how to work with that person. I think that in J.R. Smith's career, he played with Melo with the Nuggets. He played with Melo with the Knicks. He got a ring with LeBron. I think LeBron James, he brings something out of J.R. differently, as he does with just about every player. But J.R. Smith in particular, when when um, I saw him go off and he hit that 62-footer buzzer beater, <laughs> he shot that from his old high school playground in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? But J.R. Smith has no fear. When he's fearless, he's fearless. When he's not fearless, he's about to be fearless. Just roll with me with that. Just trust me. J.R. Smith comes alive when he comes alive. Now, I'm not saying it was the suits, but I'm saying maybe it was the suits. I don't particularly like a man in a suit. I'll, I'll be real with you. That's not my thing. Uh, just like I'm not a woman that always needs to be in a damn prom dress. I watch a lot of reality TV shows, and I'm always wondering where the hell these women or going in these prom dresses every day. Like I have my stage uniform, my radio uniform, my everyday uniform, which is basically a pair of jeans, a cool jacket, whatever kind of top, whatever, it could be a t-shirt or it could be just a casual top, but a cool jacket, some nice boots and a nice bag and I'm good. Now, if I'm gonna be on TV or something, like if I was, I don't know, gonna be on a view, let's say, of course, I would get dressed up. I would probably wear a nice dress or whatever. But some people be rocking suits and dresses like every single day. When I tell you that is not my stilo at all, no thank you. But it does give you a certain feel. If I'm going to the Oscars or, or the NBA Awards or some type of major red carpet event, of course I want to get dressed up and be my best dressed up self. But I can be my best dressed up self in my jeans, my cool jacket, and my cool boots. That's just what I do. As far as the type of man that I typically have an eye for, I like an athletically dressed dude. Not necessarily because I like sports, but I just like a, a casual look in general. I'm not into the suits and the bow ties and hard shoes on a daily basis. Like, no, What's, where's the sneakers at? Where's the Jordans? Where's your Timberland boots? I'm, you know, old school 90s. Gotta, gotta get a rough neck. Gotta watch out. Gotta get a rough neck. Shout out MC Light, who has the anthem, uh, my personal woman's anthem. Anthem comes from MC Light. Uh, if you ever want to feel yourself as a woman, just listen to Paper Thin. When you say you love me, it doesn't matter. It goes into my head as just chit-chatter. You may think it's egotistical or just worry-free, but what you say, I take none of, it, none of it seriously. And even if I did, I wouldn't let you know. I let you pretend to read me. And then you know, because I hate when one attempts to analyze fact I despise. So don't you even try to look into my eyes and see what I'm thinking. Your dream is over. Your yacht is sinking. I tell all of you like I told all of them. And what you say to me is just paper-thin word. Ow. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I, I swallowed I swallowed my saliva <laughs> down the wrong pipe trying to be a rapper. 
But that uh, second verse is dope, too. You want me to keep going? I'm not the type of girl to try to play a man out. I take the money and the gear and then break the hell out. No, that's not my strategy, not the game I play. I admit I play a game, but it's not done that way. Truly, when I get involved, I give it my heart. I mean, my mind, my soul, my body, I mean every part. But if it doesn't work out, yo, it just doesn't. It wasn't meant to be, you know, it just wasn't. So I tell all of you, like I tell all of them, what you say to me is still paper thin. In one ear and right out the other, heard is mumble jumble, uh, lover. I don't pay attention, I don't con- Concentrate. You ain't got the bait that it takes to hook this. Ha, 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 ha. Sucker, you missed. I put feelings aside. I know who I am. My name is Light. Is your name Sam? Because if it is, step off. Grab your coat. Get lost. Wrap a scarf around your throat. Go back and catch the ball. Hit your road, Sam. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Sam. Don't you come back no more. Uh. Y'all want me to do the last verse? Y'all ain't know I had it like that. What? So now I take precaution when choosing my mate. I do not touch until the third or fourth date and then maybe a kiss on the fifth or sixth time that we meet Mwah, like that because a date without a kiss is so incomplete. And then maybe I let you play with my feet. You can suck the big toe or play with the middle. It's so simple. Unlike a riddle, it's as easy as counting a one, two, three in other terms. Letters L-Y-T-E. I tell you, you, you and all of you on the back and in the middle and the front. Yo. That's it, paper thin. Ha! I don't know if you remember, like, when music videos and, and you on TV raps and all that stuff was important. Oh, she rolled up in the red jetters and got on the subway because she was like, I just got a feeling. She, you know, Coach Vaughn, I just have a feeling. My intuitive instincts be telling me stuff. And that's my anthem. So, ah, oh, yeah. I got that off my chest. So what I was trying to say, <laughs> what the hell was I trying to say? It was something about J.R. Smith. Um, I don't know. Uh, coming alive and yeah, whatever. We get what I'm saying. Uh, Bronchella. Bronchella just had me do a throwback 90s. Uh, did y'all see James Harden throw up, throwing up all those back to back to back to back? Not technically back-to-back, but in my eyes, they were back-to-back air balls. So we're going to put the air ball beard up against King James for MVP? All right. Okay. All right. Not on my watch, but okay. Back-to-back air ball. See, when J.R. Smith threw up that air ball, right, uh, to love, it it was on purpose. That was a deliberate air ball, which was technically a pass. So like J.R. Smith get all his assisting. You know what I'm saying? He really wasn't trying to that wasn't an air ball. It was it was an on purpose pass. And love love knew that. That's why he caught it. He put it in. You know, that's that's what we do. That's what we do. Do you understand how bad I wish the Cavs was a, was the Knicks? I swear I, I, oh oh you wouldn't be able to handle this podcast if the Cavs team was actually the Knicks. I would be even more annoying than I am right now. I'm just letting you know right now. Don't bring LeBron and no J.R. Smith and no championship to New York, baby, because I will lose my mind. Mm. Take a sip of my tea. I would tell you what type of tea I'm using to lose weight right now. But I'm not going to tell you because they, they, I don't have no advertisements on this podcast yet. 
Uh, <laughs> the Coach Vaughn podcast is moving forward, though. Stay on the train, Coach Vaughn, uh, CoachVaughn.com for all my links to my social media, the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere. You know where you listen, Laughable, SoundCloud, all that. Make sure you're listening, downloading, and growing with me because we're about to do some big things. Yes. But anyway, I am... I'm done with all this weight on me. So I am getting my damn self into formation on my Vaughn cello groove because uh, my birthday is coming up in June and I want to do a Forever 44 photo shoot. It's going to be exciting. A lot of things happening. But anyway, back to the NBA drama and nonsense. Can somebody tell me, is Lance Stevenson part of the WWE or is he part of the NBA? Somebody let me know. Lance Stevenson is dirty as fuck. He plays dirty as fuck from headbutts to headlocks now on green. Is anybody gonna check Lance Stevenson? LeBron had the funniest quote when um <laughs> the, he's becoming a shade king. So they asked him about you know him shoving Lance Stevenson and LeBron was like you know dude is following me to my bench so I gave him a little nudge and he fell all the way to half court I was in tears <laughs> but yeah meanwhile back at reality ranch Lance Stevenson could basically do the people's elbow on you and ain't nothing gonna happen okay Seacock is replay and refs I see you I see you, but yet people are like, oh, the refs is just going to let the Cavs have it. Really? Really? Lance Stevenson has given everybody black eyes to CTE at this point. But yeah, the refs is just going to let the Cavs have it. All right, whatever. I'm going to sip my uh, tea again real quick. Mm. It's pretty tasty. Um... But yeah, the Cavs in Indiana are 2-2 right now. The Wizards in Toronto, you know, John Wall and the Wiz, they evened up the series 2-2. Two and two. So John Wall and Bradley Bill ain't going out no, like no suckers. You know, I'm digging the Afro. I think the, the Wakanda Afro on John Wall is, is infused in his formation. You know, he ain't, he ain't Bronchella. He Wallchella. <laughs> maybe that's why they won because maybe uh they won because drake wasn't there maybe that's it was drake there did i miss it i don't know and maybe i was just trying to ignore his presence i love his new song though i love it i don't know if you have heard the song or saw the video but the video has a bunch of amazing women Hashtag black excellence, hashtag black women of excellence. I can't wait until I get to my black woman of excellence stature to where I am in such a um, honorable video. It's called Nice For What? And I'm telling you, listening to Too Much Drake would have you on some shit. Like I was walking down the street between Baychella, <laughs> between Beyonce and Drake, I'm walking down the street with my head held all the way up high nice for what what nice for what um what else happened i don't know what else happened i'm trying to remember 
it's a lot going on in these NBA streets. That's for damn sure. I I don't remember if we talked about the injury triangle, but <laughs> they gave um Joel and B his mask. Finally, I'm back on the court. Joel and B, give me my mask, please. Stop babying me. Let me play. Let me play. <laughs> I don't know why I went into Fantasy Island. Um, the boss played, I mean, the plane, boss, the plane. I don't know why I went into that. But in this injury triangle in my head, right, you have Joel B, who was literally begging to play. Literally begging. Like, put me out there with my team. And um, Ben Simmons just killing it. If he ain't envy, um rookie of the year then I don't I don't know if from this point on I'm gonna take rookie of the year or MVP seriously I think season 18-19 I'm gonna be done with the LeBron argument it's exhausting to go through this every year and then I don't want to get have the same what the hell is going on with the rookie of the year every year so I might tap out, you know, I'm not one to keep spinning wheels. It's not that I give up on a fight, but I'm telling you right now, I know when I'm wasting my time and when I'm not, because my time is valuable and, you know, I have my life to live. So as the world turns, I search for tomorrow with all my children because, <laughs> you know, you only have one life to live. So I'll let God be my guiding light. I'm in soap opera mood, obviously, <laughs> in this injury triangle. So you have Joel and B begging to play, and then you have Kawhi Leonard, who is basically, at one point, like not even returning texts or phone calls. Like, I'm sorry, I you guys think I could play, but I'm not gonna play until I'm ready to play. Um, uh, catch me outside. I'm gonna go get my hair braided and relax, get a spa massage, whatever. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do me. <laughs> I'm gonna do me, and let y'all know. And then you have Steph Curry, who they were saying, oh well, maybe he won't come back into the finals. Well, you know what? Why don't you just go ahead and rest him all the way through till next year? Which uh, alternative facts, fake news, injury report. Now, I'm not saying he's not hurt, but how hurt is he? But that's what happens when you have a loaded team like the Warriors. Now, if they, the Warriors wasn't loaded, I dare to say that Steph Curry would have not only been playing in the first round, he'd have been playing towards the end of the season. They'd have had his little butt out there shooting them shots. Yeah. But they're so loaded. They're, they're like, cruising on through. A little first round. You know the Warriors going to win first round, whatever. Um, and they're like, oh, maybe Steph could just sit out in the second round, the third round, the 40th round. Just give Steph Curry his rings without him ever working again. Why not? Why not? It's 2018. It's 2018. He celebrated Clay Thompson's uh, swish history pointer as soon as Clay Thompson caught the ball. 
I wish I had somebody in my life that believed in me that much. You know what I'm saying? Steph Curry has such confidence in Klay Thompson and his team that he jumped up off the bench and started celebrating before Klay Thompson released that three-pointer out of his hands. And yes, it went in. And that was very interesting to me because Steph Curry jumped up like he could have caught the rebound if it didn't go in. So let me see that injury report. Okay, Warriors, doctors. I don't know. I don't know. Side eye. Side eye. I know there's major fines and stuff. I'm not saying that they're lying. I'm just saying. They, uh, who knows? Who knows? So you gonna you gonna have Steph Curry come back with fresh legs off of his so-called injury in the finals? Ugh. Ugh. I don't know, guys. I might uh well, I haven't done my my I've only done first round predictions. I've only done first round predictions. So we're just where we're at right now. And the last thing I want to talk about of course, is the Spurs being without Pops. Pops wife of 40 years. 40. 4-0. Passed away. And, um, wow. You guys who know me know that I've experienced the loss of my partner, who I was with for 10 years. I can't imagine um, what that connection after 40 40 years is pretty much my whole life so that would be like I guess losing my mom I don't know you try to make these comparisons in your head but you really can't there are no comparisons to someone else's loss death is hard on the living the you know it's just not you can't even fathom what someone else goes through and it's very sad and there's many, many prayers and hugs out to his personal family as well as his NBA family. You know, people hopped all over LeBron about his comments. Um, well, at first they hopped all over the side reporter who, and I was one of those people that was like, wait a minute, hold up. Did you just hit him with the news of Aaron Popovich passing? You know, Mrs. Pops passed like right at the end of his monster game. By the way, that particular game, LeBron officially came out to let you guys know that when he move, you move. Just like that. You are on the king's time. Because game one, when everybody was like, oh, the best player on the floor was Victor Aladipo. <laughs> really? All right, let me show you. Let me remind you who I am. Clap emojis in the middle of everything that I am saying. When I move, you move. Just like that. You are all on the king's time, okay? That's basically what that game said. He played how many minutes? <laughs> all of them? What what position is LeBron? <laughs> I don't know. All of them? Just, uh You damned if you do, if you damned if you don't. So, he, he, he teared up. It, it teared me up. When the news hit him, and then later on his uninterrupted on the un, on the uninterrupted Instagram, there was a video of him saying that, you know, he didn't 
get off the reporter's back. She asked Pryor if it would be okay to ask him that question. Then people started trolling and saying, well, wait a minute. So what, you're an actor now? You pretended to just hear the news for the first time. Now you're all emotional. And what I have to say to that is, first of all, Mrs. Pops pass. Let's just be respectful of that. LeBron, I I believe what he said after that, which was when he started talking about it, his 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 emotions took over him. And that was such a high adrenaline moment. You're coming off such a monster game and you have to talk about the death of someone. And we don't know how close these players are as far as off the court and off the camera, right? We don't know who has relationships with who. We don't know who's close to who. We look at these teams and we imagine that they're, you know, besties. And then if they're not on the same team, that they're enemies. But the truth of the matter is they're all just coworkers. And just like you at your job, you may be friends with some people you may not. But when you're working, you're all on the same team. When you go home or you hang out after work, is you pick and choose who you want to be friends with and who you're close with. So the NBA at the end of the day is just, you know, another company that has employees that some are real friends and some are just coworkers and, and associates. So I remember when my fiance was in the hospital passing away and um, I remember driving through a toll and one of the, 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 the toll worker, there, she was so unnecessarily rude to me. And I remember thinking like, wow, she doesn't even know what I'm going through. And I say that to say, be, be kind as much as you can to people. You know, never know what people are going through. And um, just love and light. I know I get really sappy with certain things, but life really is so short and you really have to look at life sort of like a basketball game. You have your ups and downs and then you just bounce back. You have people trying to give you headlocks and headbutts and you know, and then you may not get treated fairly when something really should be called a a flagrant or a technical. You might only get a a jump ball call or just a, a regular foul call. And it's like, wait a minute, this person just tried to take off my entire head. All right. Whenever I'm watching basketball, it truly is life. If you just look at the entire game of basketball, it really is those ups and downs of life that you have just every day. Every day there's great things and there's, 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 let's put it like this. Every day there's good things and bad things that happen. And then you have those days where there's amazingly great things that happen or amazingly horrible things that happen. You have to figure out how to navigate through all that crap without being defeated. 
for me, I'm the type of person that when horrible things happen, I refuse to allow myself to get bitter. I refuse to allow myself to take that flagrant or technical to the head and then pout. No. All right. I don't care how hard life hits me in the head. I'm going to take that shot and be stronger as best as I can until there is absolutely no wind left beneath my wings. I'm going to fly. And that's just what it is. So Pops and his wife, Erin, spent 40 years together. That's an amazing ride. That's a, I, I don't know how old she was, but it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know her personally, so we could assume she had a great life. But no matter how much money you have, no matter how much prestige or fame or whatever you have, we all have issues. Every single day, there's good and bad. Some days, there are extremes that are great and extremes that are horrible. But it's, but it's all about how you react to it. Now, you could take Lance Stevenson and LeBron as an example. Lance Stevenson is playing a bit dirty. We all get that. And it's hilarious and it's funny. But I'll leave you on this. Check the stat sheet. LeBron ain't worried. Everything is just making him a bit stronger. Isn't that interesting? And everybody wonders why. I love LeBron so much. Could it be that after, what, 15 years in the league and counting, that all the adversity and all the shots he's had to take, all the good and bad days, the extreme good and the extreme lows that he just keeps getting stronger? I don't know. Makes perfect sense to me. Ball is life. Love is light. Love and light. Stay in the light. Coach Vaughn, out.